0: Hey there, and welcome to Between the Lines. I'm your host, Chris White, and this is the podcast where we take a look between the lines from the message this past Sunday here at Victory Hill. And we actually finished up our series this past Sunday yeah. um, called Fresh Start, and so we finished that up. And so, Pastor Aaron, you're here with us today. How you doing? Doing well. It's uh, It's been a busy week, so mm-hmm. I actually
1: um, just getting kind of back into the office today, so I feel yeah. like I'm two days behind already, <laughs> and uh, got to uh, head up to Michigan for a couple days to celebrate my dad's 70th birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we did a, um, so it's in Michigan, okay. like all the, re- like actually restaurants just opened on Monday in Michigan. Ah, okay. um, so we had, uh, we did an Igloo, one of the Igloo restaurants for a 70th birthday, because those nice. were still open outside or whatever. So okay. it, was, it was fun. It was a good experience. And cool. uh, we didn't tell my dad was coming My brother from Texas flew in. And so we kind of surprised nice. him a couple of times. And uh, so lo- lots of fun. That's lots cool. Fun. That's yeah. awesome. Well, happy yep. birthday
0: to your dad. Yeah. So 70 years. Yeah. You know, so. That's cool, that's cool. Hey, um, so before we get started, we we record this in Ohio. That's where our church is located, so I don't know where people are listening from or watching from. All around the globe, universal, right? Yeah, I mean... Exactly, exactly. Like, if Uh, they
1: are listening from somewhere other than Ohio, they need to like type it in the comments, let us know where where they're listening from. Exactly. Unless you're
0: listening from a tropical place, and then we may not. Well, I mean, we give (laughs) them a shout out next week, you know? I mean, they put it in the comments this week, maybe we can give them a shout out next week, you know? So special. Shout out. That's yeah. right. Let us know where you're watching from. Um, but it's kind of like, it's been like a snow week here. So yeah. we, actually, we actually had to move church to online only on Sunday yeah. because of it. Um, and so we've we've had snow. We've had snow on the ground for the past three or four days. It's cold. So I figured it'd be a good question to ask to see, are there any like snow memories that you have that stick out, either from childhood or just like, or maybe a story, something about snow. snow. memories. Snow memories. So
1: like, I think the, the biggest thing in... I think when I look back, like I... Mm -hmm. My real, pri- the real version of this is probably way different. You know, like okay. when, like you think about your childhood. Yeah, sometimes yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. you know, kind of exactly. So like we them, right? we lived in a cul de sac, so we had a okay. court. And I can remember when there was snow, we would go into the middle of the court and we would build what I thought at the time, like like mm-hmm. the snow trucks would push it up like onto like the side there, mm-hmm. and then we would go build snow forts that had like tunnels all the way through them, you know, oh, and stuff like that. Okay. And and Lisa, as a kid growing up, I felt like we had like a neighborhood snowball fight. Oh, you know, like okay. I mean, there's kids like everywhere and Now, if you really want to have a good snowball fight, Mm -hmm. you got to water down the snowballs. Okay? Because.
0: What's that that grin for? Is that safe? Is that. (laughs) Okay. okay. Is, okay. <laughs> Back
1: then, I mean, everything was safe. I mean, you know, I mean, we were allowed to play out in the true, neighborhoods or whatever. That's so true. yeah. So I mean, you you so now they're so not. So you put water. Like, yeah. So they become more like ice balls. So yeah. And okay, you know right. how far you can throw one of those things. Yeah. I mean, you can pelt those a long, long way. Sure. So so we'd go to the house, we'd water down the, the snow, <laughs> and then we would make those, and we'd have like neighborhood snowball fights, and yeah. that nobody just, went to the hospital. Like yeah, everybody I mean, was getting... I, I don't. I mean, I, none that I know none of. That I toughen mean, it up until you get home, right? You know, and just kind of. Suck it up a little bit, black guys and all. Yeah, but like I don't know. Like I, I remember building what I thought at the time were like the coolest sports ever, and Mm -hmm. just because I mean the snow is kind of piled over, so we just piled over some more, and we'd create tunnels, and we kind of had this whole like round area, and Mm we do like that like a fort all the way in the middle and then when people come we
0: just pelt them with ice balls I guess nice. I guess they're not even snowballs at that point they're, they're, wow like yeah well that's cool cubes. that's cool yeah, yeah so I didn't grow up with snow Like we grew up on the coast yeah. so like just snow for us was like, like hey let's go to the beach <laughs> snow for us was like a quarter of an inch she so you then, didn't like, get snow days though
1: so you missed out you were yeah. deprived as a child
0: I think I had two snow days like in the whole time of yeah. my childhood
1: and it, and it probably wasn't because there was actually snow on the ground like, they or, like, thought there was you snow you saw like a little white flap coming out pretty the sky like shut down everything yeah Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, snow days were awesome as kids, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff like that. And I can remember sledding and things like that, so that's yeah. always fun. So. Cool.
0: Anything you do with your kids when it snows? Are they so into snow, I, or they snow?
1: So I am not winning dad of the year in that, like, <laughs> category, so – um they always want to go out in the snow. You're like, so I'm, not as he, I'm not as enamored by the snow now as I was back then. Like, okay. uh-huh. like I don't remember my dad being out there building the snow fort with me. Like I, you know, get <laughs> you, your, out you there, get bro. out there and yeah, build the yeah, snow yeah, forts. you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the last, the first time it snowed this year, they were pretty disappointed. Cause I was like, Hey, I'll take you out tomorrow mm-hmm. and tomorrow the snow melted. So then, nice. even when we got it on Sunday, they were begging to go out. Uh-huh. I was heading out of town. he was like, "We'll we'll do it tomorrow." Well, it melted again. So <laughs> so yesterday, they got out in the snow, played okay. in it for about an hour, yeah. and uh, you know, I gave them the, the lecture okay of what kind of snow you can eat right you know i mean so like i you know we tried to make sure we had that all down that's good good those are important things. it's very 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 important so i did my fatherly duties on that side of it good job
0: jake just jake came in the other day and played with snow outside and he says dad look at this snowball that i made and it was bigger than him i think yeah like he had like rolled it down the hill and then pushed it back up the hill and rolled it back down i was like you probably shouldn't do that. I don't know if that's dangerous or not. <laughs> like, if it rolls over the top of you, you might become part of the yeah, snowball. Yeah, it's a pretty big story. <laughs> he should have made a snowman out of that more than a snowball. He you know? started... So that was the concept. That the concept. It just it never just made, made, it made it to, it that, to The that. next stage. Yeah, I didn't win Dad of the Year either. You didn't either? Okay, yeah. So, uh, this past Sunday, we kind of finished up our series on Fresh Start. And um, so, so I know that we, we talk about prayer, and this is kind of where our focus was on mm-hmm. Sunday. And so, if you where to kind of let us know prayer is something obviously inside of our lives we know is important the we, week before we talked about worship yeah and so we know that prayer is something we need inside of our life and worship is something we need inside of our life mm-hmm. and so can you kind of unpack the statement you said um that the point of prayer is not perfection but participation yeah and i really love this statement and so can we kind of unpack that just a little bit and talk more about yeah, that
1: um I, I think the biggest thing is i, I mean we could just throw this out everyone, you know, I kind of think I said this Sunday, everyone can play when it comes Mm. to prayer. So, I mean, this is like the most PC, like, you know, publicly correct, like thing to say, right? I mean, like, Mm -hmm. you know, kids play sports now. It's like everyone plays, you Uh know, like, you know, everybody gets a trophy or whatever. And I think we need to view prayer a little bit in that vein is that it's, it's not about perfection. It's about participation. It's about Mm -hmm. showing up and God's going to honor the heart of the people who, who kind of show up and say, Hey, I'm going to carve out some time to have communication with God. And I think this is such a big deal because I think sometimes, I don't know maybe at least for me Mm -hmm. I don't say speak on everybody else's behalf for me growing up in the church um I don't know like I would look at some people and think they were spiritual giants and Mm -hmm. like I would hear them pray and I'd be like my prayers don't sound like that (laughs) and like I don't know if God like hears my prayers Mm -hmm. he must hear theirs he must work on their behalf but I I don't really know if my prayers are that valuable. And sometimes you can get into a place where you're kind of discouraged. And it's like, I'll just let them pray then, you know, because Mm I, my, what is, what is this Mm -hmm. doing? Um, and so I think we've kind of separated sometimes in the church and we've seen other people praying. We're like, man, those are the spiritual giants. They've got this thing. They've got this thing perfected Mm -hmm. and we find ourselves struggling. And then we kind of give up on prayer. But Mm -hmm. if the goal of prayer isn't perfection and it really is just participation, Mm -hmm. then we win by showing up Mm -hmm. and we win by saying, Hey, I'm going to make this a rhythm in my life. Um, Um, And so if you can just show up and say, God, I'm going to carve some time out of my day to spend with you, to talk to you about what's going on in life, to talk to you Mm -hmm. about what's happening in my day, um, to share my heart with you, then we win inside of this thing. Mm -hmm. And so I think it it just kind of flips this whole concept of prayer around. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not about this perfection that we need, because I don't know if any of us, though, when we all sit down and think about prayer, like, I don't think we would say like, oh man, I got like a PhD Mm -hmm. in prayer. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, I got this thing figured out. Like, hey, every time I pray, God moves on those things. Mm -hmm. And and, you know, God answers my prayers. I- yeah i think we've all found ourselves in those places where mm-hmm. like man sometimes this feels hard sometimes mm-hmm. it feels confusing sometimes i don't know what to do next but if i just keep showing up we win in the midst of that
0: yeah i actually I, you know i think prayer has been overcomplicated uh, in church yeah like i think yeah growing up a similar story to what you're saying like just looking at prayer and going well it's got to sound this way or it's got to look like mm-hmm. this um and i think there's just so much and we, we actually uh, we had a prayer night here at the church this past Monday yeah. night we kind of went through the lord's prayer yeah which is where jesus teaches the disciples he says hey pray in the." manner and you know jesus really like takes away all of that even spend some time in the first part of that scripture saying hey don't don't pray like these religious people and don't do this with just a bunch of words but i really just want conversation Mm -hmm. and i think if there's anything that people can really take away is like prayer is a conversation between you and god right and i think we overcomplicate it a lot of times you know we try to make it something that it's not And I think that's so important. And it is so interesting in the Bible that, I mean, he chastises
1: those that we, you know, Mm -hmm. even today that we would look back on and go, oh, they've got that together. You Mm -hmm. know, they've got that figured out. And even the Lord's Prayer, um, I think what's so cool about it is it's a model. Yeah, not like hey, this is this is it. Mm -hmm. He goes, hey, here's the things that really should kind of be a part of Mm -hmm. these things. But it's not like set in stone. Like hey, this is the only prayer that God's like. I can show up, I can participate, and -hmm. the model's so easy when you think about like the Lord's prayer and stuff like that. It's not difficult, and you can you can make it. You can formulate it to fit who you are as a person and bring that to God in those Mm -hmm. moments. And and it
0: it gives you something too that like if you're in a moment where you don't know what to pray or you're struggling, it gives you this kind of guideline to go. And I lean on that a lot in my life and my Mm -hmm. personal prayer is like leaning back to that model of going you know what I don't know the exact words to say right now but I know I want to give honor to God and I know I need to work through these things so I think it's good to kind of have that structure in there Um, you talked about how if prayer is us asking God for direction then we need to ask ourselves if we are living in the direction of our prayers so let's talk through this a, a bit because I think the way that we see this played out a lot in the stories in the Bible is that God requires movement before he provides this mission to people. And so he's requiring you to move in the direction of what it is you're praying for. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I think the, I mean, I, I, even as you just posed that, that, you know, movement before mission, um, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's so good because I think that is so true when it comes to, um, faith in our walk mm-hmm. with Christ that he wants movement before mission. Um, and so we, we kind of begin to move ourselves in that direction. So we need that, you know, are we, are we moving in the direction that we're asking God to move, you know, are Mm -hmm. we moving in those places? And so what does that look like? You know, so if we're coming to God and praying, we're asking to do some things, what is our partnership that God does require of us? You Mm -hmm. know? And I think that's where we get kind of uh, stuck Mm -hmm. maybe, um, in the church and with faith. Um, it's like, Oh man, I'm praying. And I, I just, I I got nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just like, I've been, you know, and I get so frustrated, honestly, like when I hear people like, man, I've been praying about this for a year, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, wh- where are you, what are you doing to move in that direction? Mm-hmm. Like God honors the movement, you mm-hmm. know? And the story we looked at on Sunday of Joshua, he's like, hey, I'm about ready to, I'm about ready to stop the river from flowing, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to stop it until your feet get up to the water's mm-hmm. edge. And and honestly, in the story, we don't know how long their feet were in the water's mm-hmm. edge. Like, I mean, yeah. they may have sat there for a while and mm-hmm. like, okay, the feet are in the water's edge. Um, it may have been instantaneously, mm-hmm. um, but, you know it happened when they moved like he didn't mm-hmm. do it when they were 100 feet back he, mm-hmm. he did it you know i mean it's easy to move if i'm 100 <laughs> feet back and i see the water like woo, yeah. hey we got this it's a whole another thing to know like i'm about ready to step out into this moment mm-hmm. and god i need you to move you know and so when they put their feet at the water's edge god stopped the water he was working on their behalf before mm-hmm. they could ever see it and he stopped it upstream the bible says which is so incredible mm-hmm. um and so are we moving our lives in the direction that we're praying so you know people get so stuck and they're like i mean i'm i'm, I'm still praying about it well what, mm-hmm. what are you doing to move in that yeah. you know and so if I'm praying about you know examples if I'm praying about being uh, debt free and honoring God in my finances what am I doing in the moments that I'm praying I think God will honor those things because I think mm-hmm. those are that's the heart of the Father like he doesn't want us to be um, slave to the lender mm-hmm. but am I budgeting did I sit down and put a budget together this mm-hmm. week um, did I look at some expenses and cut some expenses out am I honoring God with uh, with tithing and what am I doing to move in that direction? And then I think God shows up in those minutes and mm-hmm. he goes, Hey, now nah, I'm going to, I'm going to do the supernatural for you. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing is, uh, Hey God, I want to find somebody to spend the rest of my life with. I want to find mm-hmm. somebody to get married to. Am I moving my life in the direction that we're praying? And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, where are you showing up to find that person? You know, mm-hmm. Hey God, I want a godly person. I want somebody who loves you with all my, their heart. I want somebody that's going to treat me right and going to live by biblical principles and values. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go To some places, and you're not going to the right places to look for the people Mm. that would hang out those places, then guess what?
0: You're not gonna find it. I mean, like, well, God, I don't
1: know why you're not answering my (laughs) request or whatever. Well, you're not even showing up at the places Uh that those types of people are gonna show up. Like, where are you going? You know, Mm. and so wherever we're at in those places, how, you know, are we moving in that direction? I think as we move in those directions and as we're praying things that God would go, I'm, mm-hmm. I want to give you these things. Mm-hmm. When we move in that direction, then he stops it up and he's working on our behalf upstream. You know, mm-hmm. God, I want a job. Well, you can't just sit at home yeah. and think the phone's going to ring one day and go, <laughs> man, man, God, that must have been the job I for works. me. He's like, yeah. you know, get your resume out there, send mm-hmm. them out to places, and I'm going to open that door of opportunity. Mm-hmm. But I want you to move in the direction that you're praying. And so it's such a, um, it's an active faith. And that's what he really wants mm-hmm. for us. And I think that's when our relation with God becomes so much more exciting. hmm it's an act of faith. Mm-hmm. It's not, let me just sit here. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I understand wait upon the Lord and we mm-hmm. have all the scriptures, mm-hmm. you know, those that wait upon there's, there's a partnership though, Yeah, you know, and, and, and we even see it in like the story with the children of Israel, they consecrated themselves, mm-hmm. they set themselves apart. Um, they prepared themselves for what's to mm-hmm. come. And I think that's part of what we do inside of prayer. Like we prepare ourselves. And we talked a little bit about that yeah. Sunday. And I think that's such a valuable principle, um, of of understanding as followers, like consecrate yourself, like mm-hmm. prepare yourself for what is coming yeah. and what's coming next. And we need to do that. You know, mm-hmm. we need to set ourselves apart that way. Get ready for it.
0: So true. I think like, I think about this in my life. I was actually talking to Micah about this following your message on Sunday and how, you know, we, we look at moving and a lot of times in today's culture, we want to know everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like We want to know what's the next step and then what's the next step after that and what's the step after that. And, you know, a lot of times prayer is saying, God, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And then going in the direction of what you know his will is, right? Moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think about my life. There was this, this moment where I knew I was supposed to go into ministry in a full-time capacity. Mm-hmm. I knew that was what the next step was. But I kept waiting for God to open this door. And I would pray, and I would fast, I would pray, you know, and I would, yeah. see, and I couldn't get an answer. All I could get was, you need to you need to take this step. And I didn't want to take the step because I didn't know what the next step was in my yeah. life, you know, and—, and but but it wasn't until I I got to this place, I was like, okay, God, I don't know how this is going to work. You know, for me, it was quitting a job to to step into the space. Mm-hmm. And that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, but that's what I felt like God was telling me to do. But it wasn't until I did that thing that he then opened up the door for me to see, okay, this is where you can walk through. Yeah. And I think that's that's a difficult thing for us and our human mind to really understand is that mm-hmm. sometimes we can't see the door that's going to open. And we have to close the door that we're coming out of, uh-huh. and I think that can be a challenge, but that's part yeah. of that prayer and you know and, moving in that direction. Yeah,
1: and I mean, I think what you're just saying when where you were at before, like fasting, praying, "Hey God, we don't you?" That's when prayer becomes very frustrating because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, like I I feel like I'm doing everything, like I yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. perfecting prayer right now. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I've I've gone to the guidebook, I've fasted, <laughs> I've done all these things, but there is a movement part to it, and mm-hmm. that's that you know that's that side of it. And yet sometimes we have to take those steps, you know, mm-hmm. and just go, okay, God, I'm I'm this is the trust moment with you you know mm-hmm. um, I've prayed I've, I've sought your face and my, I've moved my life now in the direction that you asked mm-hmm. me to move and I think that's when God shows up and I think yeah. that's when we see the God who works behind the scenes mm-hmm. come alive in, in, in every area of our life
0: so true it's scary to move but it's such uh, a blessing yeah. on the other side of it you know it, what I mean it, okay. it is really scary to move sometimes <laughs> you know and,
1: uh, but you know something the more that you move even in just small spaces mm-hmm. even though it's scary and you once again when you see the faithfulness of God in the small things then the next time when it's a little bit bigger yeah you can have a little more confidence mm-hmm. and a little more confidence and a little more confidence and um you know and i think even for the children of israel like you were mm-hmm. kind of going man that's that's still like to go up to the water's edge was a big deal yeah but they also could go back 40 years before mm-hmm. when they were at the red sea and they didn't have you know they they saw it just split at that moment yeah. and so they're like okay if you could do that mm-hmm. you could do this again Yep. If you want to. And so God, we're prepared. We're ready. We're going to step into that, you know, and I think that's true of our, of our own lives. You know, when we see his faithfulness in one area, mm-hmm. then we can begin to understand like, hey, he's got something more for us.
0: So good. Uh, the overarching theme from Sunday was that prayer is our opportunity To participate in what god is doing inside of our life so uh if someone i I know we believe a lot about practicality in in a message so if someone's watching today they're listening to this podcast what are some practical ways that they can begin to initiate prayer in their life what's some steps that they can take
1: so i mean i think you know with anything like that so when prayer, the reason prayer becomes so frustrating, so difficult, um, so overwhelming is I think, um, one, it's a discipline. Mm-hmm. And anything that is a discipline is difficult. That's why it's mm-hmm. called a discipline. You know, it's That's not good. like, yeah. it's not a, it's not an amusement park ride. <laughs> like it's not, it's it's a discipline. Yeah. And so the, the thing with disciplines is there's not immediate results, mm-hmm. you know? And so it is about saying, hey, what am I gonna do to set up myself so that there's a discipline? And, and here's the hard part is we know it's good for us, we know it's right, but it's just like, we know that working out in eating well is better mm. for us than the other mm. option, but there's a discipline to the other option. The other one happens by default, you yeah. know, and so. If we live our lives by default, mm-hmm. we're never going to develop these disciplines. Mm-hmm. And so there is the side of us that says, "Okay, I've got to create the rhythm." We said that we've said throughout the series that the potential is in the patterns. So what mm-hmm. are the patterns that you're creating to get you to the destination that you want to get to? And mm-hmm. so if I want this fresh start, if I want this relationship with God, if I want my spiritual life to go deeper and mature, um, greater than it's ever matured before, then I got to develop some disciplines. So mm-hmm. what are those things? You know, so one is is create space. What what does space look like for you? to have communication with God, to mm-hmm. show up um, every single day, whether that's just for a few moments, make it a routine every single day, you know? Mm-hmm. And if it is showing up and saying, hey God, unfortunately, I just, I'm out of time today. I've, I've missed it, but I love you. I wanna do my best for you. Mm-hmm. Would you just be with me and lead me and guide me today? At least you've done that mm-hmm. and then try to expand on it. And so, you know, I would say to people, you know, create uh, create space, just show up in those moments and and begin to develop that discipline. And it's like anything else it takes a while for mm-hmm. like that discipline or that habit to develop. Mm-hmm. And so don't get frustrated in one day. Don't get frustrated in day two, like just continue to come back to it. Mm-hmm. And so what, you know, where is it a morning time? Um, is it in the evenings that you kind of do it mm-hmm. for some of you? You know, I'm just very practical sometimes. And mm-hmm. you may be sitting there going, ah, I, I just, I don't have any more time in my day. I'm like mm-hmm. overwhelmed. I get home in the evenings and I get kids yelling and screaming in the morning. We're trying to get to school and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then what's your, what's your drive time? You know, would you turn off the other radio or whatever mm-hmm. and maybe look like a crazy person and just, <laughs> I mean, just start saying, hey, God, um, what is it that you want me to do today? Um, how can I communicate with you? Um, can you show up and and you have this time of prayer um, with God in those moments, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's just something I think that we can do. so."
0: Good deal. As always, if there's one thing to leave everyone with today, what would it be? I, I would just
1: say this, like if there's one practice or principle that we want to go with today, is I would just say let's, people just need to move. Like don't mm. delay, don't put this off any longer. Um, throughout this series, like I mean, I think as we talked about a fresh start, what is it that you just need to do today? What is it that you need to step into today? Um, your potentials and your patterns to start today. Um, it was Thomas Jefferson, I believe that said, um, never put off till tomorrow what you can do today. Mm. Um, and so that's in all these things that we've been talking about, whether it's in prayer, whether it's in worship, whether it's in your thought life, like don't put it off anymore. Let me give mm-hmm. you two scriptures um, that I think kind of echo those uh, two thoughts. Proverbs 27, one, do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring. Mm-hmm. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. So just just start today, you know, mm-hmm. and tomorrow is not going to be better than Than the next day, you know, like, oh, I'm just busy today. I'll start tomorrow. Mm. You're going to be busy tomorrow, too. So make it a priority. Start it today. Hebrews 12 verse 11. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have Mm. been trained by it. So no discipline seems pleasant at the time. This, none of it may seem pleasant <laughs> up front but I'm telling yeah. you something uh, participation is the key mm. show up um, enjoy that relationship with God communicate with him talk to him and I think if we want a fresh start mm-hmm. this is one of the par- processes that we begin to engage in so the potentials in the pattern start today let's get moving
0: awesome so good thank you for that remember prayer is about participation it's not about perfection um, thank you so much for joining us thank you guys for tuning in with us continue to like share comment and let people know and we will be right back back here for Between the Lines next Thursday. We'll see you then.